Hi, everyone. Welcome to Conservative Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and of course, the destruction of the progressive left by refocusing us on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, freedom. As always, you can go ahead and follow me over on Instagram at LadyDevilDogUSMC, as well as my backup account, Conservative Mama Podcast. Um, I admit I am not doing too much with that backup account right now, but uh, I have posted a couple of things here and there. Every once in a while, Instagram makes it so that I can't post to both places simultaneously, so I don't know what that's about, but... That is what the case is. Um, so anyway, you can also email me at conservativemamapodcast at gmail.com. Oh, let's see. Okay, so today is August 9th. Tomorrow, I am super excited. Um, I am taking my daughter into the city. We are going to go see Lindsay Sterling. We both admire her so much. She, if you guys aren't familiar, um, make yourselves aware because she's awesome and uh, culture yourselves, you uncultured swine. Um, just kidding. But seriously, though, she is a vinyl. Uh, listen to that. Listen to that. We're, we're, we're what? A minute and a half in and uh, we're already failing. We're failing miserably. Just hang up. What are you doing? Um, okay. Starting again. Beep. Okay. So, Lindsay Sterling, she is a violinist and a singer and a dancer. So, a triple threat. Uh, how about saving some talent for the rest of us, overachiever? Anyhow, she is fantastic. You can find her on YouTube if you would like to search for her. I love her uh, Roundtable Revival. I thought that was fantastic. Um, she choreographs a lot of her own stuff. She's just amazing absolutely amazing um i'm just shouting out that one song she's got so many uh that are out there that are just fantastic but um that one was the first one that came to mind as a matter of fact so anyway we're going into the city we are going all the way in um we are staying on the magnificent oh my gosh why am i even trying to speak why am i here tonight why are you here tonight? It, we're now two and a half minutes in. Check out. It's not going to get any better. <laughs> if you're new, I apologize. <laughs> oh, what are we doing? Uh, but if you are new, welcome aboard. Uh, we always love to have you, deplorables. You know it. This is your place to crash uh, like a bunch of squatters. I'm just kidding. Um, we all know that uh, the deplorables are a working bunch of people. Okay, so anyway, getting back, we are going all the way into the city. We are staying on the Magnificent Mile for one night and one night only. Sarah B. and her daughter will be downtown Chicago um, because too much more of that and you're likely to get shot. Um, just kidding, but not really. And uh, we're actually going out to um, North Point uh, Island, which is a man-made island. So I'm super excited. I have actually never been there. Um, I have been, obviously, downtown many times, but I've never been there. So I'm excited to go. Looking forward to it. Um, Bella is super stoked. So um, looking forward to some mommy-daughter time. I really am. Okay, now that we have... boarded the struggle bus, I guess. Um, let's take a drink of water and begin, shall we? Did I already say the date? 
I don't even know. Guys, what the heck am I doing? It's Monday. <laughs> Yay. Um, and if I hadn't already said it, but I think I did, I'm just going to go ahead and repeat myself. Uh, August 9th. So if you guys are tracking me on a calendar somewhere, um, go ahead and put an X on this day. So you might be wondering, Sarah B, why are you so f just crazy tonight? Um, yeah, tonight isn't any different than any other night. Uh, it's just that I've had far less sleep. I think you guys know my struggle with actually staying asleep. Falling asleep is not my issue. Staying asleep is 100% of the problem. Um, and really what it boils down to is I can't turn off my brain. Now, before you guys are like, oh, turn off technology like, you know, an hour before. Look, folks, I've tried everything. It's really at the point now that if I don't take something like uh, melatonin or Benadryl or some, I don't know, uh, pain drug that the VA gave me. Um, it's like a low prescription something or other. It doesn't really do anything. Um, it, unless I take something, I can't stay asleep. So we are really kind of in this habit forming of just waking up periodically. Um, so that's where I am. I, I, we went to Festa Italiana last night. Uh, it is a local festival. It's been around, I think about 42 years here in town. And, um, it's a celebration of all things Italian and Italian culture, uh, including us Sicilians. We get to, we get a shout out here now and then. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of gives you pride to be Italian basically, right? So we have this festival. Everybody is welcome to come. You don't have to be Italian to go. Um, then it would be kind of like the mob, right? So we want more people to show up so we can hide in plain sight. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's food, it's, uh, music, there's dancing. And so, um, last night we took the kids and I was adamant. I'm like, you know what? I, I sort of wanted to go on Saturday, but I didn't. And now seeing all the bands that were there, I really, I really wish we would have gone, but we went yesterday and, um, you know, gosh, we haven't been there in many, many years. So it was, it was so much fun. Uh, there was a local band there that, uh, we have had play at my husband's motorcycle events, um, in the past. So Bella has met them before. And then to see them again, uh, a couple of years removed, she was so excited and she just, um, she was out there dancing and, uh, she kind of got everybody else out there. You know, she just danced like no one was watching and just had a blast. And then all of a sudden, everybody went out there and just joined her. So it was so much fun to watch all these people kind of hit the dance floor. Um, and it, before you start going, oh, it's just old people. It wasn't. The teenagers made it out there. Um, they were actually, um, after she had danced out there for, for a little while, the teenagers showed up and realized it would be kind of cool. So they went out there. And then all the, the, old fogies like myself, we went out there. Um, I was kind of dancing on the sidelines with uh, my son, who I lovingly call Bubba Jones. Um, okay, so that was a ton of fun. And um, anyway, we got back right around, I don't know, it ends at nine. So we left just probably about 15 minutes before it closed. And so we probably got back to the house uh, about nine because we only lived 10 minutes or so away. And um, I want to say we were probably in bed by 10 o'clock. So fell asleep, no problem. 
by 12.30 or so, I woke up. Um, I managed to get back to sleep, but I kind of catnapped all night. So honestly, caught me some slack. I think I've been up since 3.30 this morning. Uh, I finally gave up at a quarter to six and just went downstairs and started to work because why not? Um, anyhow, so if I sound like I'm losing my mind and you know, paying a tribute to Joe, I can't keep my thoughts straight, Biden, uh, not the case. I'm just overly tired. So anyhow. Okay. Speaking of Joe Biden and the Democrats, right? What are we talking about tonight? Well, I think we have to talk about the obvious 600 pound gorilla in the room. Is it 600 or 800? Whatever. It's a large animal. Okay. Barack Obama and his canceled, scaled back event. Did you guys see this thing? So, you know, heroes come in all forms, right? The DJ, I guess, snuck pictures out to the media, um, you know, as well as some other folks, and then they had to take it down. You know, there was a strict no photography uh, ordinance in place, right? Well, obviously, it wasn't that strict. And, uh, we got to see Barack do as I say, not as I do Obama, having himself a good old time, no mask, no mask on himself, no mask on his 700 closest best friends, right? Which I guess included Beyonce and Jay-Z. Uh, who else? Uh, what's his name? Colbert. Um, I don't know. And some other folks that I literally don't care about. Uh, so, you know, rules for thee, but not for me. And this has just absolutely flown all over social media. It's been all over Instagram. It's been all over, all over. It blew up Twitter. I just, I don't even know. And people are, are of course, they're, they're mad, but I think Breitbart had a question out there that said, you know, do you think Barack Obama owes the American people an apology? And quite frankly, my answer is no. No, I don't think he does. First of all, why would he owe the American people an apology, right? He's not in charge anymore. However, uh, he is still a figurehead and it's not like he doesn't have any power or political sway. He absolutely does. He's not powerless, folks. He's not powerless. Just because he's not in office um, physically, he still has power and reach, right? And so does <clears throat> Big Mike. I mean, Michelle. Oh, gosh. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> I did. Sorry, not sorry. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I'm just awful tonight. Oh my God. I'm losing all my listeners. Everybody just check out. Anyway, I don't think Barack Obama owes us an apology and this is why. One, he's a free person. He gets to do whatever he wants. He wants to have a bash full of 700 people. I don't even care. I find it a little ironic that uh, you were preaching all this garbage about climate change and yet you decided to buy a $12 million estate on Martha's Vineyard right along the coast. Hmm. Interesting. It's almost like you don't expect sea levels to rise. Uh, So no, I don't think he owes us any sort of an apology. It's his birthday. You can do what you want to. But 
I think the American people can take his lead. Like I said, he is still a figurehead. He still has political sway. He still has influence and power. And these things don't come cheap or light. So for the American people who are incensed and they think, oh, you know, he needs to apologize or whatever. No, you are missing the, the absolute golden egg this goose has laid. Why on earth are you going to kowtow to your um, blue state governors like J.B. Pritzker over here or Joe Biden? When they have these mask mandates and they're threatening lockdown. How about you threaten lockdown all you want to and Americans just say no. Hey, look, if it's good enough for Barack, I love myself enough to write three memoirs, Obama, then it's good enough for us. Am I right? Am I right? Why are we going to mask our children to send them back to school after Obama has his birthday party and Lollapalooza absolutely crushed it in Chicago and uh, I don't know where else they went, but obviously other places. Um, But have you guys seen the number of people that were in Chicago for Lollapalooza? Have you guys seen this? Interesting, interesting. But now we have to mask. Oh, the variants. Eh, bugger off. No one's buying this trash anymore. And if you are, honestly, I can't help you. This is probably the wrong podcast for you. I don't know what else to say. Look into it. Do your research. Do your homework. Do yourself a favor and uh, read something about this. Because nothing I'm going to say is going to convince you. You need to see it with your own eyes. So really, we need to start getting real mad and start using their pictures and their imagery and showing it to them and making them really uncomfortable, kind of like the diocese, right? You guys know that I'm embattled with the diocese. Well, guess what? Guess who didn't receive an email here this fine Monday morning? Hmm, Maybe I will tomorrow. Maybe he was out of the office today. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, I'm claiming this as a victory. And when they say, well, you know, your child, no, no, no. If my the former president of these United States of America did not need to mask himself or any of his plethora of, of guests, I don't need to mask my child. Don't need to do it. He's not more important than my family. And if he didn't care, hmm, it's almost like this pandemic isn't really as bad as you guys want us to believe that it is. Do you guys think for a minute... This is an honest question. Do you guys think for a minute that these elites who love themselves more than anything on the planet, like they worship at their own altars. That's how much they love themselves, right? Like you're always supposed to love yourself. But I think they take it a little bit far, right? So if you think about it, these people who really set up altars to themselves, would they gamble with their lives if this pandemic were anywhere near as bad as they would have us believe, would they? Isn't it kind of strange that they're all willing to throw caution to the wind? They're willing to go out and get their hair done. They're willing to go out and have dinner parties. They're willing to go out and host uh, uh, birthday parties. They're willing to go out and have you know funerals and all these things, right? Remember the George Floyd funeral? Do you remember how many, I think, what was it? They had two funerals and they were massive. Weird. 
You think they'd gamble with their own lives if this thing were really as bad as the media would have you believe? Come on. Where, what, I want to know what kind of logic that is. There is no logic, right? There's no logic. It's interesting. I was listening to a, um, a clip. It, it, it's a, I think it's a general practitioner, family medicine, um, who was, I think he was speaking to, it was Mount Vernon, Indiana. Um, I, the school board, I think is who he was speaking to. And so he was really, this physician was laying it out for these people. And he, he did this in an, in an excellent way. And he said, you know, you can't fight this disease like you're trying to fight it. Because it's essentially a cold. It's a flu. You're never going to get the numbers that you, you are trying to achieve because it's a, um, it's a viral infection. But it's also, um, it has animal uh, it can pass to animals and, and back and forth, right? Something to that effect, right? I will see if I can't put this on Instagram. I believe it was on Facebook, but I'm going to try to put it on Instagram. Anyhow, he had, he had mentioned the, uh, the vaccine, right? And he said, you know, if this thing were working the way it was designed to, the way that the CDC and the health departments are telling you it's supposed to, why would we be seeing this rate of hospitalizations increase during the summer months when vitamin D is at its highest? Just saying. Like, how do you get these viral uh, infections when vitamin D is at its highest? We don't, people don't usually get the flu in large scales in the summertime. You might have a cold. I got one, right? So it's possible you might get a cold in the summer. Um, it's possible, but does everybody get it? No, it's not like the fall. It's not like winter when everybody's trapped in a building, sniffling and wiping their hands all over stuff. Mm, it was interesting. So we'll see if I can't put it on Facebook. Facebook, Instagram, same thing. So... I guess what I'm saying here is don't give up the fight because I think we've got more people in our corner than we really know that we've got. For instance, the DJ probably had it made extremely clear to them that they're not to post these pictures at all, anywhere, but uh, they did. I'm not saying that the DJ is a Trumpster or whatever. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that they took pictures of what they were witnessing. They put it on social media. Maybe it was with the full intent of, you know, busting out the information. And maybe it was just because they were like, here's a cool party I'm at, um, you know, and I just want to get the likes, right? I don't know. I don't know what the intent was behind the pictures, but the point is, they're out there, and the internet is forever. So once they're out, the cat's out of the bag, so to speak, and you can't put it back in. So more pictures came out, and um, I'm sure Barack is pretty upset about it. And I'm sure that the those folks that really want to crush us under their thumb 
uh, are pretty upset about it. But never fear because we have plenty of sheeple amongst us who are more than happy to scream out, govern me harder, daddy, because that's really what they want. They want to be told what to do with every inch of their lives. Who came out of 2020 going, you know what we need? We need more government in our lives. That's what we need. But by God, some people have done that. Some people made that turn into lunacy. It's mind-boggling to me, but people did it. They want more government. Oh, the government's just looking out for us. Really? Really? They have a long history of doing exactly the opposite of that. I don't know. I didn't come out of 2020 with a warm and fuzzy about the government. All this intrusion, all the this liberty taking. I, I just, hmm, no thank you. And so now, now you're going to tell us, oh, you got to mask up your toddlers. You got to mask up your children. They can't go to school. Never mind what your lying eyes are telling you. Hmm. So now's the time, ladies and gentlemen, to simply not comply. You don't have to. You do not have to. This is not a law, even in an executive order. My favorite part about the letter from the diocese is like, well, you know, J.B. Pritzker wrote an executive order and we're by, we have to follow it because it's the law. No, no, no. He doesn't get to govern by executive order and neither does Joe Biden. You don't get to govern by executive order. This is why we have state legislatures. This is why we have federal legislatures. This is why we have a whole branch dedicated to it. You don't get to do that. It's called ruling by fiat. Then you're not a democracy anymore. You're not a free people. You're subjects. You're slaves. And that's how you take a knee. You better get on your knees because the king wants you to do so or he's going to lop off your head. Oh, Sarah B., you're over-exaggerating. Am I? How much you want to bet I'm over-exaggerating? How much you want to challenge me on it? I'm not over-exaggerating, folks. They can't just rule by executive order. It's not meant to be that. Don't you think the founding fathers would have, oh, gee, you know, just write a bunch of executive orders. We'll do whatever we want. Don't you think one of them would have been like, wait a minute. John, that seems like a terrible idea. I know you might have been smoking the opium pipe, but come on. I have no evidence that John Hancock smoked opium. I make it up as I go. You know, <laughs> I think the Barack Obama birthday bash is the gift that she'll keep on giving should we choose to, to use it. This is not the time to back off. This is not the time to go silent. This is not the time to get, uh, you know, give up. This is not the time to allow them to, to switch around the rhetoric. Well, when we say vaccine mandate, we really mean just uh, required for access or required for entry or required to be, you have to be, man, you have to have this vaccine if you think you're going to be employed or really? Nah, I, I think we're okay here. I think we're okay. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to fire everybody at your job? Are they going to fire everybody at, uh, at school? Are they going to fire all the teachers? Are they going to get rid of all the students? Oh, you're not wearing a mask. All of you have to go. Okay, guess what? My money goes with me. I pay tuition. She doesn't go to a... There's nothing wrong with going to a public school if it's a good school. But um, ours are not. And so... I'm not sending her. It's my choice. 
I will pay the money and I will I will take her to the Catholic school. And uh, if you decide that this is how it will go, then I will pull my child and take my money with me. You know, your choice, folks. You guys have to do what's right for you and your family. But honestly, this is not the time to give up the fight. This is not the time to quit. It's not the time to back down. It's not the time to say, but I'm so sick of it. Yeah, we're all sick of it. Everybody I talk to is sick and tired of it. This should be your resolve. This should be your resolve. When you see pictures like this, take them. I know I put some up on my Instagram. You're more than welcome. Take them. Take any one that I got. Just don't claim my family is your family. Um, <laughs> take these pictures and spread them around. Don't let them die. Don't let them change the narrative. Don't let them, you know, jingle the keys in another direction. I don't think so. That's not, no, I don't think so. You guys don't get to back away from this. You told everybody that we'd have to have uh, two-layer masks and put on, t- Dr. Fauci's like, one mask isn't enough. Put on two masks. Really? After all these people got vaccinated, you told them all if you ran out and got vaccinated, then they could go back to living their normal lives and you won't have to mask. And now you're telling even the vaccinated folks that they have to mask? Vaccinated people, aren't you pissed off yet? Aren't you tired of it? We're all sick of it, but now's not the time to give up. Go after these idiots. Go after them. You like the letter I wrote to my diocese? Take it. I don't care. Use it verbatim if you want. Use it. And then when, you know, they respond, hit them with the follow-up. Don't back off. And band together. Like I said, I'm feeling a little bit alone. I know I've got people on my side out here. I don't know that they will send their kids without a mask. It works a lot more effectively if we all just don't bother. Don't send them with a mask. And then when the, the teachers, whether it's public school or private school, they throw a fit. Remind them that most of them are vaccinated and I thought the vaccine worked. And what are you worried about? And second of all, show them the picture of their beloved Messiah, Barack Obama. Because a lot of these people are raging liberals. Let's just be honest. Show them the pictures. Be like, oh, shouldn't he have worn a mask? I thought you're supposed to lead by example. Hmm. Weird. Just weird. Yeah. You don't give up. You don't give them an inch. They'll take the mile. We've seen this. They'll burn the city straight to the ground. So we're not giving them an inch. We are going to hold them. And we're going to use their rhetoric against them. Well, you have to wear a mask. No, it's my body, my choice. Well, not in this, no, 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 not in this case. Hmm, that's weird. So you're almost, <laughs> you're almost telling me that uh, that line is intrinsically false. <laughs> so I have to do something questionable with my body to protect your body? Well, that's weird. Why would I do that? <laughs> I wouldn't. You know... They're very good at the PR. They're very good at the spin. They're very good at jingling keys in many different directions. But I'm telling you, patriots, deplorables, keep your head on swivel, but your eye on the prize. And the prize is quite simple. We need to resist at all costs. They wanted to coin the phrase resist when Trump was in office, right? Resist, resist. 
Maybe we need to put on red, white, and blue hats and go marching in the streets. Ooh, wouldn't that just tick them off? We took your, we even took your little goofy hat shape, whatever that is. It's like got ears or something. You know what I'm talking about? They got like two little, I don't know. Anyway, I don't know what it's supposed to be, but it's dumb. We'll just do red, white, and blue hats. Somebody get on that. Who can knit or crochet or whatever? Do it. Do it. We'll all march in the streets. We'll call it Patriot Day. Oh, hey, we could do it on September 11th. Why not? Was that too soon? It's not a September 11th joke. Settle down. It's not a September 11th joke. There's nothing you can ever joke about about September 11th. There's nothing you could joke about. But since they want to call it Patriot Day anyway, and then usher in the Patriot Act, thanks, Bush, um, maybe the Patriots ought to take to the streets. Just saying. Just saying. Peacefully protest. Put your red, white, and blue hat on. Okay. So, like I said, The power lies with us. And I've said it before. I'll say it again. They wouldn't have to censor us if they weren't afraid of us. It's as simple as that. There are more of us than there are of them. And if you've got stores and places that refuse to honor your autonomy, you know, if you go into a Walmart and they're like, nope, you have to wear a mask, walk back out of there. Go to a mom and pop. They're struggling. Go to a mom and pop. You got to do what's right for you and your family. But you also don't have to follow the rules that they themselves don't even abide by. And they have no intention of abiding by them. They have no intention of abiding by their own rules. And they are absolutely not going to lead by example. Okay. Um, last thing really really quickly it looks like this uh i don't know what his first name chipman this uh this biden pick for atf uh the atf guy is a huge uh gun grabbing crazy person so also sounds like he might be racist <laughs> which i thought was kind of funny because you know ted cruz tore into the democrats and was like you know the democrats accuse everybody of being racist but here they've actually got this guy uh with with um, real uh, allegations against him from his fellow co-workers and subordinates saying this man is racist and uh, the Democrats can't be uh, inspired to investigate. Well, of course not, because they're not actually against racism. It's a little hard to be uh, against racism when you are responsible for essentially slavery, the KKK, Jim Crow laws, and so on and so forth, right? It's a little hard to say that you're, uh, I mean, you guys are pro-welfare state and help destroy the American black family. So just saying, just saying. A lot of that falls on your shoulders. Maybe not all of it, but a lot. They're not really anti-racist. They're anti-anti-racist, like anti-anti-communist, you know, Antifa. They're not anti-fascists. They're anti-anti-fascists. They also don't understand irony, which I think is ridiculous, but also great. So, anyway, big thumbs down to this Chipman guy. I don't think so. Uh, he he would absolutely love to take your guns away from you. So, probably not the best individual to have leading the ATF. Just going to toss that out there. Just going to throw it out there. You guys uh, think for yourself. <laughs> you decide. But if I were you, I would uh, maybe purchase a firearm. 
get some more ammunition. You never know. Okay. So I think um, I will probably be pretty tired uh, by Wednesday, but hopefully I will have had a blast and I will tell you all about Lindsay Sterling. Until then, look her up, enjoy yourself some music, culture yourself. All right, enjoy. She is fantastic and uh, she's cute as a button. So absolutely, she's so tiny. Maybe if I danced and played the violin... And actually, you know, did something, I would be tiny too. (laughs) But probably not going to happen. Okay. As always, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I love the DMs. Please keep them coming. I really, really appreciate all of your love and support so very much. You have no idea. And as always, stay deplorable, patriots. Love and God bless. And we will talk to you again on Wednesday. 